Hello, hashtag First TV family, and welcome. It's week 245. I'm Aaron Mack here with the bedbugs. Let me stop. I'm Aaron Mack, and yeah, today the first question is, you know, let's jump right into it, right? Shall we not? Sh we, we shall. And here we go with the, here we go loop-de-loo, here we go loop-de-la. What's your, how, oh my gosh. <laughs> What's your most used emoji? <sighs> I don't, I think now. I would say it's the uh, gay couple emoji, um, two hearts and a gay couple. And uh, anyway, it, it's what it is. I'm sorry. Like I also use the emoji group of a thumbs up with a smiley face. And then remember that song uh, has, LOL smiley face, LOL smile. Wow. My 20s. Goodness, right? Oh my gosh. Uh, time flies. LOL smiley face. But, um, yeah. Um, so that w with a teacup. And I often do that, but I think now, as far as giving an honest answer to the most used it would be the other anyway now also my special song selection this week my new song which is relatively very new it's 2020's own salty soul from their album their amazing album midnight train the song is entitled disco matanga disco matanga Matanga. And uh, it, it's interesting because I asked Alex to play it the other day, and Alex was like, and you know, a Alex with an A at the end. Alex was like, Disco Matanga, but uh, Disco Matanga, Yabiakana by Salty So. And I'm like, okay, you're backing up. All right, gotcha. And here's the thing. As far as that one, I love the song. The group sings their butts off. They started off as an acapella trio, and then they got a guitar player, and now they are a quartet super group out of Kenya and formed in Nairobi. And... That's where I, anyway, but yes. So one thing that's interesting about foreign music, international music, because there are a number of, I can enjoy a song in another language, even without understanding everything within the language. And the same is true for like me and Spanish music and Indian music and from Bollywood and 
a friend of mine years ago introduced me to a, a German group, Seed, and I enjoyed their stuff as well. So it's fine how here we are running down the path of making popular music very difficult to understand and i'm sorry this thing is it's going to be the end of you i'm sorry honey oh okay well all right but yeah as far as us going down this rabbit hole of making music harder and harder to understand what the artist is, is saying. It's like when I was first introduced to the magic of the internet to international music on a regular level, I was like, wait a minute, I can enjoy this because I totally dig the beat. I totally dig the vocals and I might not be able to interpret the lyrics very well but it doesn't matter because i don't interpret the lyrics very well all the time with popular music over here so it's fine i've just opened myself up to an entire world of music and it is what it is you know we're making mumble rap an entire genre and I spoke with a Gen Z dude who told me that's what it is. He's like, it, he, he said it, it, it's a genre. Mumble rap and um, love rap and not trap music because that's older, like my generation. But um, drill rap. So those are like the three main types of rap, basically. And uh, as far as mumble rap, it's like, well, I might as well listen to somebody mumble in another language. And with me learning Kiswahili, Nina Pahamu Kiswahili, Mui Kidogo, Mui Kidogo. Oh my gosh, that that was Spanish. And see, th that's something else about learning multiple languages. But um, Kidogo Sana. Um, Little, very, very little, right. As far as w when I'm listening to a song or someone speak, if I pick out a word or two and I'm like, I know that word, it, it just makes you feel so special. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, it, it makes you feel so good. And I feel good, feel good all over. I love Stephanie Wells, yes. But Disco Matanga by Salty Soul, I love them as a group. They're amazing and the exceptionally talented with the vocals. I must shout out, I, I believe his name is Bien B. I-E-N or B-E-I-N, he sings his butt off. Oh my gosh, his voice is so strong. So strong. Let, let me stop. 
but um, they also have a, a, a an actual baritone in the group, uh, which is unsimilar to a lot of popular music today here because the three part there are three parts in a group and that that is um what super soprano so first soprano there's a word for it i i forgot first soprano just under first soprano second soprano but technically it's called mezzo soprano but like just a little bit higher than that and then counter tenor that's it that, that that's all we've got in music and for as far as the baritone bass is it's like yeah just try to get you to sing it up here you know it, it it's whatever but yeah i remember i remember the way we uh felt on that day when you told me you really love me Melissa Morgan. Melissa Morgan. No, that's not Melissa Morgan. Oh my gosh. She, she also sings the song, Can, Can We Dance? Come on and dance with me. I, and I did not like that song, but I, Debola. Debola Morgan. Yes, I, I, I was able to shout her out. Love. Love. And I love Melissa Morgan, too. That's just not who, who the song is. Anyway, all right. Are you all ready to get the show on the road as I am? Everything is going to be all right. Hallelujah. Yes. All right. So, comments? Are we ready to get the show on the road? Absolutely. Well, thank you. So, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much thank you. Like share subscribe share again and please don't forget to click like it helps the algorithm yes thank you two four five hashtag my everything at stone bay nyc hashtag verse tv two four five a took me a while to learn that you know there's no way we could be everything to each other mm. we have different interests different goals there was a stage in my marriage where i thought that's what a partner was supposed to be mm -hmm. you know you should call me all the time we should talk all the time we should be each other's best friends all the time our marriage got better when i got better about that because i think he already had that independence this this notion of I love you. I don't, even if I don't talk to you today, as I got older, right, I got more mature, more clear about my own goals. I realized that I, you know, he can't be responsible for my happiness. I have to be responsible for that. I have to define it for myself. I have to learn how to achieve it. My husband is definitely a part of that, but he is not the, he, I cannot put him in the center of my happiness. That freed me up to, let him be him and let me be me. It took me a while to learn that. She is marvelous. They are marvelous. And it, <clears throat> it took me a long time to learn that too. 
how in love it's not always supposed to be like 100%. Everything is just perfect and peachy all the time, just like in the movie that's 100% like that. We're conditioned to think that, but it's not 100% like that. And Sorry. <laughs> they are excited. Excited for me. They're like, Aaron's here. Hey, let's go and feast on him anyway. So, as far as that's concerned, you know, it's interesting. In writing my answer to this, and I, I was like, yeah, I did used to think that things have to be 100% perfect all the time. And when she was like, uh, first lady, Michelle, former first lady, Michelle Obama, explaining that she, former president Barack Obama explained like, I love you. You know, we might not do this thing all the time, but I, I love you. Period. You are the, you are, anyway. That's a, a gospel song, but um, yes, you are that one, and I have I, I know I have a song for for that, but it's not coming to mind, so, so whatever right now. But it had me think about when I was younger, my mom and I, whom I love very much, of course, do you hear me talk about her all the time? I used to get into some very intense debate arguments with my mom. And I, I remember one time she asked me, she's like, Aaron, why do you argue with me so much? Why? And it actually caught me off guard because I was like, why do I? Because I love my mom very much. And it's like, wh wh why do I argue so much and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I argue with my mom because I care about her opinion. I don't argue when I have intense disagreements with other people because I don't really care about their opinion. But I love my mom. I care about her opinion. So that's why I'll want her to see things my way, you know? But e e even that was immature, but I connected to what she was saying in that love can still be there, even when things are not marvelous, beautiful, bushy, bright, perfect. And I... As far as spending time together all the time, I remember a YouTube video that I did on my personal channel years ago on back when I lived in DC, I did it in Rock Creek Park. And FYI, Rock Creek Park is huge and it runs through almost the entire city. So saying I did it in Rock Creek Park, it's like, that's a huge park but I did it in Rock Creek Park and I remember one of the parts of the video because I, I was learning I was growing I'm learning I'm growing still and 
I was sarcastically referencing my need, great need for needing to always be around my partner. I'm like, if we're dating, we're supposed to always be together. Things are always supposed to be perfect, you know? And that's how I was. And I, I remember I was, I, I played both roles. It, it was phenomenal camera work anyway. But I, I played both roles. And um, actually, no, I, I was just talking to a blank space, but I was facing that way like I was talking to somebody. Anyway, I I remember one of the lines I sarcastically said. Well, well, I didn't sarcastically say it. I said it sincerely, but it was meant to be sarcastic. Talking to my partner, and I was like, oh, okay, so you're off tomorrow? Oh, guess what? I'm off tomorrow, too. So you know what that means? We got to spend a whole day together. Yay! And then it was like, what? What do you mean we can't spend every free moment together? And I, I, I get it. That was unnecessary as well. But... Oy, um, I think it was also so tied to um, insecurity on my part, which is, you know, it, it, it's, wow, it's a totally different topic. But yeah, it used to be tied to me not trusting somebody's love and feeling like if you don't always want to be around me, it's because you don't really want me. And it's good that things work different. I'm just, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get better. It's a song by C.C. Winans. I love it. Anyway, but yes, it's it's going to get better. Can't. So, as far as the comments, the comments on this video, Eve underscore Vuk said, if you are so independent and happy, why do you need a partner then? And somebody responded to her trying to put the first former first lady in her place. Somebody responded to that woman, to Eve, and they responded with, it's out of choice, not out of necessity. And I, I think that's so interesting. I remember when I first heard someone talk about the out of choice, not necessity. Would you rather somebody want you or somebody needs you? And it's like, yeah. And they said, I'd rather somebody want me. Because, yes, in spite of whatever anything else is, in spite of whatever I may or may not provide in terms of gifting you things, I want you to want me as a person. Want me. So, yes, 
I want you to want me. It's a want, not a need. Just like, I want to want you. Yes, I do. <laughs> Very much. Anyway, but yes, okay. And are we ready for the next topic? I think so. Hashtag First TV family in the comments. Okay. Comments? Yes. Like, share, subscribe, and share again, and click like. Don't forget to click like. Thank you very much. Hashtag Dating Sunday at Therapy Jeff. Hashtag First TV 245B. Happy Dating Sunday, everyone, named for the first Sunday of the new year and traditionally the busiest day for dating apps in honor of this holy day. I want to extend a big fuck you to Hinge. Let's be honest, dating apps in general are chaotic evil. They're owned by some truly sus corporations and designed by a bunch of engineers incentivized to keep you from ever deleting them. Even while their deceitful marketing specifically hinges campaign designed to be deleted, hype the opposite. Every single app has been optimized with the singular goal of making investors as much money as possible off your romantic heart and horny genitals. Most of the main dating apps are owned by the same parent company, Match Group. Wow, clever name. They started Match.com, obviously, and then systematically gobbled up the competition until they dominated the space. They own Hinge, Tinder, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, Our Time, and more than 45 other dating companies. What the fuck? The fat cats in big dating do not care if you find love. In fact, it's better for their bottom line if you don't. But we all know this, right? All dating apps are garbage created by tech bros. But the thing I can't stand about Hinge specifically is how they lock away all your best matches behind a paywall that's being called Rose Jail. Let me explain. So Hinge's fancy algorithm flaunts the most compatible matches right in front of you but you can't reach out and say hello. No, you've got to use your precious weekly rose or even better, open your wallet and buy more. Let's talk about these roses, shall we? A single free rose a week. That's Hinge's idea of generosity. It's like we're getting breadcrumbed by a dating app. Utterly absurd. They're artificially limiting something that should be unlimited in the first place. The ability to simply express interest in someone who might be a great date. Craving more chances at love? Well, you've got to pay for those additional roses. Moreover, and perhaps even more infuriating, if Hinge labels you as a hot catch, your profile gets locked away in Rose Jail, which means for a lot of folks, the only way they can message you is by purchasing one of those precious roses that nobody wants to waste. I get it. All dating apps are out to make a profit, but there's something particularly grating about the way Hinge does it. And sure, I don't have to use the apps and I could just approach someone at a bar or a bookstore or my local rock climbing gym. But what is this, 2007? That is not happening. So tell me, which dating app do you think is the least exploitative? Drop your thoughts in the comments because I believe we can all do so much better than Hinge. Happy Dating Sunday. I will give a shout out to Jacked because I, I think Jacked is doing the right thing. Now, in reference to all of that, which he just said, stuff like this and stuff like the restaurants get, getting their own profiles to uh, cat, not catfish, but to 
stand somebody up for a date at their restaurant in the hopes that they'll spend money at their restaurant, which is trash. Trash like that, I feel it runs the risk of making people eventually give up on online dating. And not only that, but eventually a fear potentially give up on romantic love altogether because we'll get so accustomed to online dating being the way and then as online dating gets greedier and greedier it's like more opportunity to make money strike while the um irons hot you know always and takes advantage of more and more people people can eventually just get jaded and be like ah dating I think that's something like my mom used to do or something my mom and dad did, but uh, I don't need it. I'm good. Thanks. I don't need to procreate or anything like that. And I don't think that is so far from impossible because I, I, I don't think people should think like, oh, that's impossible. That's never going to happen because a number of generations ago, wasn't the average birthing age 13 for uh, people to start their families? Yeah. So generations can adjust over time. And that might be how things adjust with us. We just get so greedy. So not we just get so greedy, but the companies get so greedy blockbuster video that they make themselves implode and everybody just gives up on love and it's like eh, i don't need it I, I i've got this degree to get and for these degrees so uh, i'm good thanks some some people might think that way i i think some and and maybe it, it'll be a precious few who are procreators, but there might be people who think to the contrary because yeah. And I I, I did say it, it's bittersweet to see the companies crumble crumble. It's sweet because it's like you are users and abusers and taking advantage of people. So darn right out with uh, uh, last month's socks. I, I, I don't know. However long people keep socks. I'm sorry, but yes, it's like, it's bitter though, because at the end of the day, there are people who depend on the job, that job, those jobs, Blockbuster Video, for their livelihood. So, yeah, seeing them crumble, it's like, that's what you deserve. But then when you think about the actual people who are now in a place where they have to struggle because their job went away, that's bitter. And dare I say that bitterness out over outshines the sweetness of seeing them crumble because i care about people okay 
Hey. <laughs> yeah, so what am I doing? Oh, okay. Yep. He he doesn't watch the show. So anyway. <laughs> it's like, so what you up to but anyway, I almost cussed. I'm I didn't get you. But yeah. Maybe Wow, I only put that word once and I, I just thought I, I would get it, but I, I got it. Maybe capitalism is not the best solution for everything. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer, but it's like, I get it because at the end of the day, these companies that are taking advantage of people are doing nothing more than playing by the rules of capitalism and winning the game of capitalism so it's like you can't be mad at them for that and it's kind of like how record companies will like burn out brand new young pop stars like put them on the road and make them do a billion things trying to strike while the iron is hot and get all that they can get out of them because they know it's a limited time. And it's like, that's what Hinge and others are doing because it's like they know taking advantage of people can only last for so long. It's maybe they have a generation or two and then that's it. Either... The app that's meant to be deleted. You know, Facebook uh, dating actually still sends me messages and tries to entice me to come back to Facebook dating, even though, as I've said time and time again, I'm off the market. So I just ignore it, which goes back to my thing about people who are like, I've got to block somebody well you don't have to block somebody just ignore it shoot okay well i don't know if i can trust myself to just ignore it that's what the issue is anyway but yeah so i i remember at my church they showed a video back when i actually lived in maryland and it was a, a part of a Bible study, right? And I I don't remember exactly how the video connected to Bible study, but one thing that stuck out to me very much was this guy who was talking about how he interviewed casually or professionally millionaires and billionaires and how he, at one of the questions that he was able to ask was all right so you already have more money than most of the country and entire country actually put together why do you need more money and he explained that their answer would be because it's like a game when you get on this level you want to be number one you don't want to the, the the number one and not the two okay I, i'm the one not the two 
you know, you want to be the one. So like on F Fortune 500 or, or whatever, you want to be 500 wealthiest people in the world. You want to be the one, not the two. And it's not because you don't have enough money to make sure that you and your family and your family for generations to come will live comfortably. But it's that you need to beat the guy next door. Not literally, figuratively. You need to be higher than him or her. You have to have higher numbers, and that's what it's about. Getting the highest number. And it's like, I get that, you know? It's not... Dare I say that those of us down here are like collateral damage, but you can't be mad at those at the top who are playing the game in a way that has them on a winning side more so than I don't know. It's it's complicated, but let's go ahead and get into. Yeah, I get it. It's it's all about more money, and it seems that yeah, the um responses comments from Vicky T said how do you consistently make the best content on the internet this is so on point totally fucked up they um, asterisked themselves out but I'm spicy to say totally expletived up I think we really need to go back to the time when dating apps were uncool and we'd cringe when someone said we met online and we started connecting with one another IRL in real life. And Therapy Jeff himself responded and said, LOL. No, it's not LOL. Therapy Jeff responded and said, yes, all caps. And to that, I, I say, as an older millennial, I re remember I was at the forefront of the beginning of the online dating being the next big uh, craze. Like, I got my start. I, I was at a sophomore year in college and I would use Yahoo Instant Messenger. Yahoo Yahoo is just so so near and dear to my heart for so many reasons. And I love having an at yahoo.com email address. That that's one of them that I have. And I'm back to using that one more. And I remember, ooh, 
this guy broke my heart, y'all. But I remember this dude that I liked, and it, it was just an excuse because he probably didn't want old pimply face me. I, I was, I guess, able to take pictures where the pimples didn't show, and I looked nice or whatever. But in person, he was like, no thanks. Wow, I have a million stories because I... I remember one dude I dated who was into me and uh yeah in college and he had worse acne than me and I remember it was such a turn off but I felt he was a cutie he was a cutie y'all I'm sorry but he he had horrible acne so that must be how people responded to me. You know, like, he's a cutie, but he has horrible acne. Maybe. I don't know. But the dude, he was like, his way to get away from me was, I I was throwing myself desperately at him because I throw myself desperately at dudes. And he was like, well, honestly, I just, I... I don't see the man for me being somebody I found on the internet. I mean, who does that, ew? So yes, that that was uh there was a time of that. And that was understandable and people would be like, Yeah, who finds somebody online? I don't do that. And that was probably just his way to get away from me, but still, that's how people used to be. And uh Maybe there is genuine value. Not maybe. Again, when it comes to same gender loving people, it's it's complicated because I know what one of the things that I loved about online dating when I entered the online dating world at 19 was the fact that you could have your entire circle of people who you hit up be only people you know are gay at that time. Nowadays, I, I do think there is concern because some Anyway, be be careful, be safe, let people know where you go. D don't be like I was in college and go to meet some dude I didn't even know, just got in his car, uh, he, he came to my dorm and we, we met and he was like, yeah, l let's go to my place. Well, he didn't say let's go because we met online and he was like, yeah. And um, I I met him, got in his car, and I was falling asleep in the passenger side of his car as we were driving to his home. And I remember he uh, tapped me on my leg like, uh-uh, no, 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 you, you can't go to sleep. You still have work to do. And I felt so cheap, so cheap when he said that. I was like, what am I doing? What am I 
doing that I'd let myself get into this car with this man who taps me hard and says, get up, you still have work to do. Like, I'm a prostitute. And no shade to prostitutes. It... Wow, I, I have so much to say, but... Anyway, as far as the... Uh... Comment. Yeah, they... I do... I think in a perfect world, it would be fine for both to be available. Both online dating that is not online dating, like trying to get money, that and just meeting people in real life. IRL. Anyway. All right. Hashtag Verse TV family. Are we ready for next comments? Thank you. Yes, comments. Thank you. Hallelujah. Love is the answer. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. Reset. Two, four, five. Reset.